Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No Greg, no Pete, but there is Mikey B. Our good friend Ben Horowitz is here, who you were very excited to see this morning, I heard. Who's that, Ben? Yeah. Officer Ben is the man. Always sharp dressed. Got that manicured beard of his. Looking good. Look at him. I know. Ben comes in really super dressed up for this job. How many women you got, Ben? You got about a, you got a harem, don't you? I got a few. Got a few. See, <laughs> boom, there you go. He he doesn't say a lot. He's just smooth and goes about his yeah. business and doesn't get anyone's way. No, Ben's very popular. We love Ben. Um, Casanova, I, Paul Nanos, and John Kincaid love Ben. Really? After hours, the skunk loves, loves ben. you, dog. <laughs> Uh, what an eventful uh, Wednesday the Geo and Jones family had as uh, Mikey and Brian and Greg ventured uptown to hang out with fancy CBS folk who will be working on CBS NFL coverage. Nate Burleson, Dan Fouts, uh, among those conversations you will hear today. Uh, very interesting conversation I heard with Nate, with Greg reminiscing uh, about their Viking days. Right, I forgot that Nate played for the Vikings. So G used to go up to Mankato he was uh, looking forward to it while I was hating it because uh, <laughs> it was during training camp, and, and that was uh, the Cheese League. I don't know if, if they were considered in the Cheese League. I guess they were since we'd bus up there or they would bus to us to scrimmage mm-hmm. uh, on uh, one particular day during training camp. So uh, I used to hate that. Go to Mankato. You go to Platteville for the Bears. And, uh, ugh, didn't like it at all because you had to get up so early. It's training camp. And this is back when you really had training camp and, and there were more hitting going on. And the days were long. Practices were long. And then you have to get up at 4 in the morning for a bus trip to Platteville or Mankato. Ah, brutal. What what did you like about playing football? You didn't like Loved the combine. Everything. You didn't like Mankato and Platteville and training <laughs> camp and two-a-days <laughs> two and Wednesday like. practice and Thursday practice and two Friday practice. <laughs> yeah, what were they, Brian? Uh, uh, the, the money uh-huh. and... Hitting someone. Where else can you hit someone in the mouth and not, not go to jail? That's a deep question. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't think of too many places. No. Boxing ring, you know, football field. That's about it. Hockey on the ice. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just still stunned that girls wasn't one of the two things. I Oh, I mean, that, I thought there were three. Okay, so the lifestyle. Three. Okay, there yeah, you three, go. The lifestyle. There you go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of girls... Uh, we will hear from a porn star going after Royals GM Dayton Moore this morning because, of course, she would. Uh, we'll also hear or see or discuss a woman, uh, Lexi Pantera, I believe her name is. Lexi? Yeah, who has put Giancarlo Stanton in an erotic music video. So the the oh. possible home run king is uh, branching out into different vehicles of expression. Now, he's on his own accord is in the video? Yeah, or she just not, inserted him? Um, no, no, he's No pun there. intended. Uh, on, on her own. Yeah, no, he's he's in the video. It seems to be very willingly. I don't think he was kidnapped and brought in. Um, okay. But his acting chops may leave a little to be desired. Well, okay. Not everyone is super <laughs> Not everyone. multifaceted yeah. and talented like, like, like us. Right.
Yeah. Not everybody could do stepping not, not, back. Not, thank you. Not everyone's Abdul. I want to call it stepping out every single time. <laughs> Isn't that another movie? It, probably a good one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> stepping back is critically acclaimed, my man. Come on. Find me that critic. Uh, we'll also talk to Gary Stokan, good friend of the show, the CEO, president of Peach Bowl Incorporated. It is a big, big year for the Peach Bowl folks. The 50th anniversary of the Peach Bowl, they get a New Year's Day slot leading into the semifinals. Uh, but this organization... The finals, isn't it? The semifinals. They they host the finals. They host the finals, right. And they've got this year two kickoff games, including Alabama-Florida State Saturday night, Georgia Tech and Tennessee on Monday. So Gary Stokian, who was on the show last year, makes his return here this summer what slash What a fall. way to open up a new stadium. Yes. I mean, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium there in Atlanta it looks incredible. It looks like something out of a... Uh, close encounters of the third kind, but yeah. it, it, I can't wait to to venture into that joint during the SEC championship game. We we failed to mention that, so they've yeah. got some, some huge events that are going to be uh, taking place there. Uh, not to uh, dismiss all the Falcons home games that are going to be right uh, ongoing, but uh, yeah, I mean they've got a hell of a slate to open up a new arena. And you're right though about the arena. There's a when I was on the the Peach Bowl website last night. There's and they were, you know, it was, it's early shots, kind of drawings of Mercedes-Benz Stadium because it's just now being complete. But there's this one kind of aerial view looking down into the stadium and the way the roof opens and closes, there's like, there's a hole in the center of it. Right. And the roof, the roof like uh, slats, panels are kind of like over, it looks like it's a hole swallowing you. Like you're going to fall into it and be sucked down into like a garbage disposal and die. Uh, but it's a beautiful <laughs> building. The roof may or may not be open at some point this weekend for these games. We again, Gary Stokin in our third hour, Nate Burleson, Dan Fouts in hour number two. Uh, we begin off and running with the finally completed Cavalier and sure. Celtics trade. This one is done. It's done. Both teams have confirmed it. Isaiah Thomas is going to Cleveland with Jay Crowder, uh, with Anti, Anti, whatever his name is, Zizic. Um, <laughs> Monte to you, man. A first-round pick. And now to complete all of this, because of Isaiah Thomas's hip injury, the Cavaliers, drumroll please, accepting a 2020 second-round pick that the Celtics got from the Miami Heat. This, to me, is akin to when you and Greg uh, were forming Gio and Jones and looking for a producer uh, that you went to CBS and said, give me Gary Delabate, the legendary <laughs> producer of the Howard Stern Show, uh, because apparently the Cavaliers at the beginning of all this were asking for Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum on top of Thomas and Crowder and a first-round pick from the Nets, and then they accept the Beseglia of draft picks, mm. the Heat's 2020 second round. I mean, really? Wait, 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 wait. We man. had four days of limbo for us. 2020 second <laughs> round pick? discount a 2020 second round pick. Yes. Like that? Uh-huh. You're going to put it in the same space as our producer search and, yeah. and say we arrived at, at our choice in the same manner as this 2020 second round pick and 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 this 2020 second round pick that the Cavaliers now have it will not rise to the level of someone that may be a pretty good player you don't you you never know i'm pretty sure that the nba is not the nfl uh, your your picks, the players that pan out are picked like Isaiah 1 to Thomas 15 was a second round pick wasn't yeah, he he's the exception to the rule yeah, he was the 60th pick. Great for you. He was the last pick, right? I mean, that's yeah. good for him. But again, if you're banking on the 2020 second-round pick that the Heat gave the Celtics that, that you control, 
being something. I mean, kudos Mikey to you B for Mikey B was an undrafted, but... unknown, mm. not even free agent. How's that work? Just out? free. <laughs> just free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just free. Uh, he was a free-range chicken out there, I'm man. I'm not that scary. <laughs> uh, just wandering the streets. Well, th- there are a couple, or at least one glaring issue. What's up with his hip? Because no one seems to know, and Isaiah Thomas is saying now that he's not sure when he's going to be back. He'll be back when he's back. That's all you're getting. Right. And, and so you get this 2020 second-round pick. When you were asking for a first-round pick, another first-round pick, they have the 2018 first-round pick that they got from the Celtics yes. that the Suckers were able to get from the, uh, the, the, the Nets. And so now, of course, you're going to ask for more, and then you, eventually you settle. You, you have a meeting of the minds, and they got yeah. right up to the deadline. And it's, okay, we'll take the 2020 uh, second-round pick. Uh, did they get everything they wanted? No. And uh, if Isaiah Thomas turns out that the hip's going to be fine, and he seems to think it's going to be fine, they don't think it's a career-hampering uh, deal here. And Isaiah's saying that. And no doctor has told him uh, that, uh, has given him that that uh, prognosis. So he thinks he's going to be fine. He will continue to be an all-star player. So if he pans out and everything's cool with the hip, it doesn't look as bad. But everything is going to hinge on this hip and how Isaiah returns and, and overcomes this injury from a season ago. And when does he return? And that's another key question. How long do the Cavaliers have to hold on until Isaiah is out, actually out there on the, the court. Yeah, I, I mean, and it almost, it's not that it doesn't matter, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm under the assumption that Isaiah Thomas is going to play again this year, and he's probably going to end up going along a timeline where he's peaking when we get to the end of the year, which is what you want him to be doing, and will have less wear and tear on his body when we get to March and April and May, and then for the Cavs' sake, hopefully June. Um, I just think that I can't believe that we went through, you know, the possibility of this not happening. And even the Bucks reasserted themselves back into this conversation, uh, apparently with this Malcolm Brogdon and Chris Middleton offer that was on the table, had been on the table uh, to jump in when this, if this didn't get done and all of this fighting and back and forth and bickering and grandstanding ends up being for a really an inconsequential draft pick. Like, so what, what do you the, do? You're going to ship Isaiah Thomas back? Kyrie Irving's going to come back to no, Cleveland? No, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't, this, this deal couldn't not happen. It had to, it had to go to the end. Mm-hmm. But the Cavaliers just basically, I mean, they just blinked. I mean, they just, to me, they well, just, you know, they, tr- they might have been tough for 10 minutes, but they knew they had nowhere to go in this, and they'd take nothing right up against the deadline. I mean, well, just a waste, the, it was a they, waste of time. Well, as we sit here today, not knowing what's going to transpire with this hip of Isaiah Thomas, yeah, it uh, looks like the Boston Celtics got the best of them currently. I, I will maintain what I said when this all came to the forefront. I, I, I believe that the both teams will end up winning at the end of the day. It depends on, once again, the hip. Isaiah comes back, he's the same player. You know, I, I think it's even Steven. And 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 everyone will be happy with what they were, they were able to uh, garner from the deal. But uh, until we see Isaiah Thomas on the, on the court, and here's another thing: you got the Cavs now alleging that Boston was not being transparent as far as the health of Isaiah Thomas. So both of these programs are going to be at odds now. These organizations and in the uh, in the East of the NBA, they're going to be at each other's throat uh, now. Not only on the court, but we're going to be verbal attacks and uh, dishonesty that uh, will 
uh, now reign over both of these organizations, how they move forward? Yeah, I, I um, big picture, I think everybody wins here, Brian. I, mean, I think right. this is this is a this is a fair trade. Um, it's an even trade. It's a the rare trade where both teams are improving through it. Uh, I think it's far more than the Cavs, or it's close where the Cavs were able to match in terms of the value of Kyrie Irving giving him up and then getting back Isaiah Thomas. Um, and you can nitpick at certain areas about what they didn't do. You can nitpick about Danny Ainge trading finally this last Nets pick um, and overshooting the market when he wouldn't include it for Paul George or Jimmy Butler or anybody else. We can talk about what might happen down the road with more Celtic moves. Um, but here's, you know, to me, the the negative to throw back in the Celtics face and all of this, I still think the Cavs are the best team in the East. Really? Yeah. Even even with uh, Broke Hip going over there yeah, and, they, and Kyrie they, Irving and, and Hayward, and, and now they're in Boston. Yeah, because they have got LeBron. Okay. All right. They got I, LeBron. I, I think LeBron but is But LeBron still, doesn't have Kyrie. He doesn't have I, Kyrie. I like, I like Kyrie, more, Kyrie Irving more than I do Isaiah Thomas. Now, as he leaps and bounds ahead of... Isaiah Thomas, right now, yeah, because we don't know when Isaiah Thomas is going to hit the hardwood again. But uh, I would take Kyrie Irving over Isaiah Thomas. Both are equal and healthy. I'm taking Kyrie Irving. Uh, Yes. I mean, Kyrie is um, top three individual scorers in the NBA. I mean, you need a guy to get your points. Uh, He's on the short list of guys you'd put out there to get your points. Uh, but he doesn't play defense. I, at times, cannot deal with the fact that he plays quote-unquote point guard uh, and can go entire games without an assist, which is almost mathematically impossible. Um, you throw in Isaiah Thomas's grittiness and his ability mm-hmm. to hit big shots and his fearlessness. Um, yeah, Kyrie's the better player in a vacuum, um, but I, I think that when you put anybody with LeBron, LeBron makes you the best team in your conference. Now, if you're asking me... Do the Cavs have a better shot of beating the Warriors now? No, but they're still the best team in the East. I think losing Kyrie and the the dynamic player he is hurts them in that ultimate matchup with the Warriors. If again we're thinking that they're going to be there in the end, which I do, uh, but I I don't think this trade makes them the second, third best team in the East. They're still with number LeBron, one in the starting role. Yes, they're they're still formidable. Kevin Love. Now you have Isaiah Thomas. See what he does. Derrick Rose will have to. Now, whatever about uh, Derrick Rose. Carry the water until they get Isaiah Thomas. I, I thought Derrick Rose availed himself pretty nicely when he wasn't jumping on flights to Chicago without informing anyone. Uh, so uh, I, I think starting five, okay, fine. But the bench, that's where they really fell off. And now you have Jay Crowder. I believe he will be coming off the pine. And, and, and so if they can elevate, upgrade that bench, that then will uh, give me – to go ahead to believe that they are the best team in the East. But until they do that, and I know they, they've they've gone to the championship last three years. I understand that. But I, I like what Boston's done, and I, I give them the edge over Cleveland right now. I, I like what Boston's done, too, and, and this conversation might be different in a year, uh, but all of the questions that you have about the Cavaliers, I can almost match one for one of the questions about the Celtics. How does Kyrie fit into this? How does Gordon Hayward fit in? I mean, this is... Don't forget how new all of a sudden this Celtic right. roster is. I mean, it's remarkable the turnover that a good team has gone over in the last you know four years, but in particular in this last since last season. Um, in comes Hayward, in comes Kyrie. They're looking for so much more out of Jalen Brown. They're going to lean on Jason Tatum, and those are young guys who have just not gone through the ringer just yet. So um, I think you know LeBron Brown has. 
He um, played damn good he, coming he, off the bench in the playoffs yes, last year. But now you're asking him to start. And well, play that's why you picked him as a number one guy. You, oh, want him to, you want him to start. He's of got course. his feet wet. He's been in the fire in, in big moments, in, in big situations. So now uh, let's jump up here into the starting lineup and, and see what we're working with. Uh, I like the youth of the team. Kyrie Irving will come in. It'll take a minute for these guys to build chemistry. We saw the same thing down in Miami when LeBron and, and Bosh and, and, and Wade. So, yeah, it's going to take you – uh, a little time to build that chemistry and get a feel for each other's game. I'm sure they're going to go on a b- banana boat ride this summer and <laughs> get, get to know each other, and, and everything will be just fine in due time. Now, uh, also connected to this Cavalier-Celtic trade is what it does for the Cavaliers in the future, whether it's keeping LeBron or living life after LeBron. Kevin Durant, the latest to try and calm Cav fans' fears about what James will do down the road, Plus, because we've missed them and we need more of them, the Ball family is back on camera. Thank goodness the drought is over because LeVar and company are coming to a small screen near you. And Brian, for one, cannot wait. Phone lines open at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Hurricane Harvey has devastated many lives in Texas, and those families need help. Camping World Supercenters is stepping up and launching a campaign to collect new and gently used clothing at all locations. Please donate shoes, shirts, pants, and blouses. In addition, Camping World has started a matching campaign at the local store register. That's right. If you donate any amount of money to the Red Cross while you're in the store, Camping World will match your donation up to $2 million. So whether you can bring new or gently used items or just give a dollar at the register, please find a Camping World location near you and help. Do 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Our national nightmare is over. The Cavaliers and Celtics <laughs> have ended our uh, despair and completed their Irving and Thomas trade. A lot of that uh, and other stuff in an update in just a second. Brought to you by Marco Belletti, who is here playing my role today, uh, which makes Brian very, very very, 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 <laughs> very, very, very happy. I need somebody to lean on after our Yanks got swept by the oh, Indians. Man, right out of the gate, Fredo. Yeah. It's just, it's really, <laughs> Get it right out, out there. Of the gate. I'm right out, out of the gate. Here. Right I'm out of the gate. Don't waste time. If I see Toronto, I'm choke him since his son is the GM of the Indians. <laughs> He's actually not coming in today for that oh, very good, reason. Oh, yeah. good. Good. Good for him. Did you see him yesterday wearing shorts? I did not see him. He's showing those little ugly legs. You would have destroyed him. Oh, here wow. at the stadium. Well, he was here to go to the stadium. So he was uh-huh. dressed for his doubleheader duties at Yankee Stadium. Hmm. And uh, in true, like, which I'm going to, it's going to be me in 15 years. He's got cargo shorts, black sneakers, and like white calf high socks on, looking all sorts of GQ-ish. <laughs> Mark Chernoff, our boss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wish I had seen him. He could have, he could have bought your fun uh, with that. silver flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm staying quiet. I'm, you know fingernail away from getting fired already so there's really no <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> you that was a strange gamble of me to critique Chernoff's I'm not going trip, anywhere huh? near any of this all right uh here's your sports news including those Yankee losses <laughs> yeah. yesterday here's Marco Bale. Right, we'll get to that in a second a lot of discussion about that Kyrie Irving blockbuster trade if it would go through well in the end the Cavs and the Celtics agreed they'd come too far to pull out now so 
Boston reportedly agrees to send a 2020 second round pick to Cleveland that completes the deal after they had their reservations about the health of Isaiah Thomas's hip. All right, baseball, Diamondbacks took out the Dodgers 6-4. It's the first time L.A. has dropped four games in a row all season long. That's amazing. Twins remain in the thick of the AL wild card as they dismantled the White Sox 11-1. Angels stayed one back. They raised a five-run deficit. They outscored the A's 10-8. Cliff Pennington, the go-ahead grand slam. Albert Pujols went deep twice in this one. Uh, we've been dancing around this. The Indians, the Yankees played a doubleheader. It's a possible playoff preview, and it was one-sided. <laughs> Down the wind in the pitch to Lindor. It swung on and hammered. High and deep to left field and gone. Frankie Lindor hits his 25th. Ten of them right-handed. A moonshot in the Bronx. Nine to one Indians. Oh, get over it. Mm. Uh, you know, not, again, Tom Hamilton with the call, and yeah. he's great. Indians radio now. How does he have that kind of energy? The back end of a doubleheader, the game's already 9 1. Because he's, he's a, a pro. professional. Exactly. <laughs> Man, exactly. goes to show how far I got to go. All right, Tribe <laughs> went on for a 9 4 win. That was game two. They squeaked out a 2 1 victory in game one. Complete the three game sweep. They win. Their win streak is now seven. Elsewhere, the Red Sox topped the Blue Jays 7 1. So their lead over the Yankees is now five and a half in the East. Orioles have won seven straight. They edged out the Mariners 8-7. They're just a game and a half behind for that second wild card. And the Brewers up into the Cardinals 6-5. They pulled it within three in the wild card. They also remain three and a half out of the Central because the Cubs obliterated the Pirates 17-2. NFL preseason wraps up tonight. Everyone's in action except the Cowboys and Texans, of course, postponed due to Hurricane Harvey. A former Pro Bowl corner, Joe Hayden, wasn't on the unemployment line for very long. Released by the Browns earlier in the day. Hayden signed with the Steelers reportedly at three years and $27 million. Bengals linebacker Vontez Burfecht had a suspension reduced five games to three for that hit on a defenseless receiver. Seahawks reportedly looking to unload wide receiver Jermaine Curse, trying to work out a deal for the whiteout that signed to a three-year deal, $13.5 million just last March. And apparently the CFL's Hamilton Tiger Cats, uh, not afraid to make a splash, just days after bringing in former Baylor head coach Art Bryles, they've reportedly brought in Johnny Manziel for a tryout. They put him through a series of physical and mental tests. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Football did not pass all of them. Uh, reportedly, too many red flags. Again, days after bringing in Art Bryles. Uh, so it seems like Manziel still hasn't completely straightened out his yeah. personal life. Let, let that sink in. This is, uh, this is my CBS Sports Minute topic of, this, of today as well. It's 7.50 Eastern time. This is an organization that was ready to ignore, overlook, and throw Art Bryles a bone mm-hmm. after ignoring rampant sexual assaults by his players. This team was ready to hire They hired him. Oh, yeah, no, 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 like, he's oh, there. He, well, he, he was hired, and then they had to unhire him because everybody got so upset. They didn't think Johnny Menzel was mentally or physically fit to play for them right now. Yeah. I love ball. <laughs> Want to play? Yikes. Right, and he was just over in Costa Rica, I believe, at a gambling convention. And, <laughs> yeah, and, why wouldn't he? And, and saying he was doing just fine, and and, and he was recovering well from uh, alcoholism and right. other things that were impairing his ability to play football and, and couldn't make it at the CFL level. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong partying. Apparently they want to hang on. So some sort of like Canadian football thing where his rights. They own his rights. So, yeah, right. I, like you, they have a draft. I don't know if it's a separate draft, like, but – like they just they pick people that play in the NFL, <laughs> which and, is really really right. random. So I, I was reading this morning that he actually can force them to make a decision because mm. he's on their negotiating list. He can say, "I want a contract," right. and then they have ten days to give him one or rescind his rights. Um, so this is not done yet. Although I got to say, if you're Johnny Manziel, you're really in a position of leverage. 
at this point? No. Uh, technically, he is to a certain extent. Now, I they'll guess. just say, no, here's no. He, well, I mean, right. He show can, me the door or give me a contract. All right, there's the door. Right. Don't even finish your thought. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty You much. can leave. I just could, I can't get over that this team actually, they had, a, I guess, a, a moment of clarity. And they're like, you know what? That Manziel thing didn't work. What should we do next? Oh, let's let's hire Art Bryles because we need to anger somebody this week. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Thanks, Marco. All right. Brian will miss you until 720 when you're yes. back with your next update. We got to hug it out, dog. <laughs> so My Ke- man. Go I, ahead. I know. I'm sorry. I know. He's Kevin Durant. You're Bill Simmons. Uh, those two guys <laughs> chatted on Bill's podcast recently. Uh, and I guess in hour two of a long conversation, Durant said that he thinks LeBron James stays in Cleveland when all is said and done uh, after this coming NBA season. Simmons disagreed. They, I guess, bet dinner on the outcome mm. of uh, LeBron's location. But I, I just, can we like can we find a date? Maybe it's opening day in the NBA season. Can we just stop with this conversation with different guys guessing where LeBron's going or using different rationale to put LeBron in L.A. or New York or with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I mean, I just, I can't keep doing this. It's such a dumb conversation. No I one think knows. he's going to do and, this. And LeBron, I think he's going to do that. He doesn't want you to know. Of he's going to play not. to and the he end. He might not even know. Right. He doesn't know what the what what's going to occur next season. At, at this point, things could change. He may have an idea, but things could change. He may be leaning a, a certain uh, direction, but... Anything can change, and and circumstances, you know, could could arise that uh, that influence what decision he makes, and 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 you know, you got Durant in on this deal. What was it, the rapper Lil Dicky, whoever that is? He and Durant were going back and forth. Lil Dicky, whoever he is, once again, uh, yeah. saying they should, that uh, Cleveland should trade him, and Durant saying, "No, you don't trade a legend. He brought you a championship." You hold on to him. And yeah, so, Blake Griffin said, I think he's going to go to New York, right. not L.A. Yeah, no and... one knows but LeBron, and we'll know when we need to know. It will get out. In but, the meantime, you can watch the BBB show on why Facebook. Why are you laughing, man? Uh, Serious not, stuff, dude. Not Body by Biseglia on TV, uh, but Big Baller Brand. Now, Facebook reached out to Body by Biseglia. Yeah. And since it's now defunct, they had nothing that they could, right. they could air. They had all the imaging, all the graphics built right. on BBB, so they wanted to find something else that you know didn't involve actually starting from square mm-hmm. one. In walks LeVar and LaMelo and LiAngelo. LiAngelo, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and here we go. And here we are on TV because we wanted to watch them live their lives. Well, no, we, we discussed reality TV yesterday. We were yeah. talking about Miko Grimes. Is it? Baller's Wives? Is that the name of the show we were talking Baller about? Wives. Baller Wives. Yeah, Baller's Wives is too hard to say. So Baller, Baller Wives. Baller Wives. Yeah. And 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 uh, our not-so-much affinity for these type of shows. And uh, so I, I wouldn't watch this one either. It, but it's going to give you a little bit more insight into LeVar Ball, who he is, his family, his wife, uh, overcoming a stroke. So it shows that aspect of their, their, their life and – for those who are into this cat and his bombastic statements, now you can see him whenever you want to see him on, on Facebook. Now, so Facebook Watch is it is it similar to Netflix and all these other? You know what uh, I, I uh, the only thing I've watched on Facebook uh, have been sports broadcasts, and you just go to a you know you go to the page of whatever is broadcasting, and you just hit play, and it goes there. It wasn't a freestanding thing; it was just in within Facebook.com. 
You watch uh, sports shows? I, uh, I watched a Fordham basketball game. was streamed online. Oh. And so it's free? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, you couldn't have to, be able to pay to watch the ball family. This is well, how are they going to make money? Uh, because the, the amount of clicks that you get on the show allow you to sell advertising. This okay, is, I understand that. Yeah. So gotcha. if you've got, if I can tell so they're gonna, you. They're going to have advertisement. Yeah, yeah, I believe the shows will be sponsored. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Mike. CBS Sports Radio Business Insider. See how long that lasts. Uh, like I mean, th- how many shoes did they sell at four ninety five? Not many. <laughs> Those were sponsored too. <laughs> and I listen. I love reality shows. I'm surprised. Really? I I'm surprised I haven't watched Baller Wives yet. Oh wow! I've seen Wags. That's a show. What is that? Uh, Wives and girlfriends. That's another like E or VH1 show. Hmm. Um, I've seen almost every version at least once of Real Housewives. Well, the, big fan of Below Deck and Southern Charm on Bravo. I think Gio's a fan of Below Deck. Yeah. Now, the original good... Housewives of Orange County, I was a fan of. Yeah. But all the others after that, nah, you can have it. And we, we discussed yesterday, Million Dollar Listing. That's a good one. I, I enjoyed that one, the L.A. version, the two Joshes. And, and, but, uh, you don't like the New York one? I'm, I'm getting into that one. Yeah, I've been watching that one every now and then. I'm getting into it. Yeah. It's L.A., man. So more flamboyant and everyone's not on top of each other. It just appeals to me more than having lived out there. Right. Even though I now live in New York. So my point is, I'll watch almost anything. I that will is. never watch whatever this show is called involving the Ball family. But you'll watch WAGs. I, I mean, I watched it once because, I, listen, it has hot chicks. I'm a, oh, you and I are simple cells here. They're beautiful oh, women acting okay. like idiots. I'll watch that. So maybe there'll be some beautiful women in big baller brand. Doesn't, I, That's not going to entice you to watch either? It's not going to negate them be, him in particular ah, being in it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I got no time for that. Maybe the boys, Leangelo and Lonzo. And, Lonzo. And what's the other one? The one that actually matters. I couldn't remember his Lonzo, first name Leangelo for a second. Lonzo, and... Lamello. Lamello. Maybe they have hot teachers. Eh. Big booties. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't like that. I believe Lonzo's girlfriend is in this. Is she? Mm-hmm. Well, I would imagine anybody that's connected to the family in any way, right, shape, or form is going to be involved in this deal. But I just, uh, I, I've reached, a long time ago, reached my peak with them. And Greg keeps telling me that he, LeVar, is going to go away. Uh, and I continue to doubt no, that. No, he's not. No, he's going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. He's, going he's got nowhere. a kid that's in high school still. He's got one that's going to be a freshman at UCLA. And he has one that he has wheeled along with, uh, who did he say he helped him? Zeus or somebody? Zeus and... <laughs> Zeus and Jesus willed him to the Lakers. Where do you think he's going? He's going right behind the bench. He's going to be just as annoying as he has been. Exactly. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. About 24 hours ago, Jim Harbaugh ended, to some extent, this roster battle with the Florida Gators, uh, releasing the official Wolverines roster. Still won't give give anybody a depth chart. Uh, the Gator roster continues to lose young men. <laughs> this is a remarkable thing that apparently Jim McElwain wants credit for. Uh, that's next on Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Gio and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, Andrew Bogish in for Geo alongside Brian Jones. Mikey B is here. Ben is in for Pete. Nate Burleson and Dan Fouts uh, will join us, kind of, 
next hour. <laughs> kind uh, of. Well, not live in the moment. Greg and Brian spoke to the two of them yesterday uh, here in Manhattan as part of the NFL on CBS's little preview extravaganza. So those conversations for you today. Uh, tomorrow's clips from yesterday include Ian Eagle, I believe, and whom, and who else? You didn't tell me, Mike. He doesn't remember. He, he doesn't. I don't he remember to, he either. Look it up. Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle. James Lofton. Okay. Steve Berline. Okay. And Trent Green. Okay. Oh wow, we did six. We did six. Yeah. Oh, okay, we cool. Six. So we just kick our feet up tomorrow and play all those, right? Did Mike bother anybody yesterday? Uh, other than bothering us, right? No, I don't believe so. He he reconnected with his homeboy he interviewed a couple years ago. Oh he? yeah, I and saw Shem. him in the kitchen. What's his name? No idea. Yeah. Why were you in the kitchen? The, well, where we do the interviews is right next to the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. So there was no like, hey, no recognition. No, he didn't remember you. Oh, he remembered. He Did he, he really? was. Uh, yeah, he loved it. He he was thankful for yeah. his fifteen minutes of fame. I, I think he wanted some more. I think he did too. He was grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, he wow. was hovering over our mini table setup. Wow. Well, that, that's look. We gave you a lot of a lot of guff for that, but look what you did for that guy. Oh yeah. Good for you, Michael. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Good for you. Way to bounce back from a tough morning for you yesterday. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Should we make it even tougher? No, that? let's let's no. talk about the Gator. Let's give them some <laughs> some guff. Uh ten of them now, I believe, is the count who are ten. not who are not gonna play this weekend against Michigan. A hustle gone awry. Yeah. So the the big story is that a handful of these young, impressionable gators uh were buying things on their student ID that they shouldn't have at the bookstore to then sell them to other students to make some cash. What's wrong with that hustle, man? A couple of things. Um, but most recently now, starting running back Jordan Scarlett and Rick Wells were caught up in all of this. They are suspended indefinitely, will not play this weekend. Now, you're not going to like this. Uh, Spectrum Sports, I believe, is the outlet uh, that says that another Gator snitched on these two. Oh, damn. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Let's shift the focus. Huh? Right? It goes, what? <clears throat> oh, man, he, he better look out. Right? Ooh, you better look out. Watch your back. Don't turn your boys in. I mean, and down there, swamps and oh, gators, you could disappear in a hurry. There goes the season. It's over. There's a snitch amongst us. We have a mole. Mm, mm, mm. There it goes. That, when are these they kids going to the learn, goodbye. Brian? When are they going to learn? You don't snitch, man. No, you look the other way Come when on. your teammates are committing NCAA they crimes. They were buying you don't books look. for their classes. Selling them. You need a little extra cash. Throw a little extra coin in your pocket. Snitch. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't give this guy a discount on the things <laughs> that they were pseudo-stealing or maybe give it him for free. They bought them and then they sold them for a profit. It's not stealing, <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, it's, it's frowned it's, upon, it's, but it's not stealing. It's if it was stealing, they would have gone to, to jail, right? right? They're just going to NCAA jail right yeah, now. Yeah, they're just being suspended for a game. Is it just one game? I think uh, was, there's, was, there's a couple indefinitely is involved yeah. in all of that. Right. Uh, is it Antonio and, Callaway, one of the original yeah, culprits yeah, that got caught? Callaway up? is a starter. Of course, Scarlett, uh, Jordan Scarlett, he led him in rushing a season ago. And there's a defensive starter, uh, Kiavanis Davis. Yeah, him. Mm. yeah. I call him Kev. Ke- <laughs> call him Kiev. <laughs> and he's uh, not rushing. Kiovanis uh, Davis is the only defensive starter, I believe, that was caught up in this deal. But now 10 Gators are going to have to sit out this first ball game versus Michigan. 
and we barely know 10 names off the Michigan team that are going to actually play in this game. Uh, so this is just a nightmare for the Gators. And I, I think I saw Jim McElwain, a quote yesterday, asking for credit that they're actually addressing this, that ha- that other schools would have would have covered this I, up. I don't so, know if he asked for credit, but he, he, I don't know what the question that was uh, posed to him, but he did say that we're not going to turn a bli- blind eye to things like this. We won't cover up things like this. We're going to always be transparent, was basically what he was saying. I mean, which is a, a fair thought to a certain extent. I mean, I think the bigger point would be this is not going to happen anymore. We're going to not have issues that we can handle head-on as opposed to covering them up. I mean, it just would be nice if there were 10 Gators not suspended for all of their big games this season. Uh, as far as the game goes, we discussed this, I guess it was last week, uh, but my buddy, Feliape Franks, is going to start <laughs> at quarterback. <laughs> Felipe, man. Felipe Franks. Felipe Franks. An extra vowel in there. Yeah, so he's going to be the off. starter. Ever ghost in the transfer from <laughs> Malik, I mean, Zaire. I mean, Malik Zaire. <laughs> Pick one. Pick one. He's done. He went. He transferred to Florida State last year, right? Two he, years he, ago, he didn't play. He's not on anybody's roster right two now. Two years is ago, he, he was at, No, I don't believe so. So every Golson, you had Malik Zaire, uh, who transferred from Notre Dame, and, and and now you have Franks, who's going to become the starter or has been named the starter for the Gators. So we'll see how he does going up against a Don Brown uh, defense, which is always pretty good. When he was at Boston College and now at Michigan, they were one of the best a, a season ago. And and although they have one returning starter, they've recruited well. I believe the other night on Inside College Football, I chose you look sharp, today, Florida. By the way. Well, thank you, appreciate that. Don't know what you were saying because the TV doesn't have sound here, but you looked good. You were still at work during that time. It was replayed. Oh, the replay. Yeah, it's like damn, that was a late one. Uh, I I I think I picked the Gators to win. Because they have uh, pretty much everyone coming back on the offensive line. They figure this quarterback thing out. They'll be fine. They have a bunch of guys that played last year on the defensive side of the ball because of the the attrition they experienced. It's like a number of teams you can say that about. Tennessee's in that number. All the guys they lost. Uh, Ole Miss is in that number. All the catch they lost as well on the defensive side of the ball. But Florida had to thrust a lot of people uh, into – Onto the field because of the injuries, and, and they'll be better off for that. But you know, they lose Marcel Harris at the safety position. He was their their leading tackler a season ago. So I'm not so sure. They keep taking these hits, and now we we you got suspensions, more suspensions, and you have a snitch. So I don't know what to think <laughs> of the Gators now. Uh, I'm flummoxed. Uh, and then there's a guy that I have a lot of respect for. Ed Cunningham played uh, on the '91 Washington Huskies national championship team. Had a, a four or five year NFL career. I met him years ago uh, when he was behind a documentary called "The King of Kong." Uh, it was a, I, I had no idea what this was, but there's a, a, a battle in the video game community about who has the all time Donkey Kong record from hmm. the '80s, and they made a documentary about it. That he's was a made, great game. He's made other documentaries since then. One won an Academy Award a couple of years ago, uh, and he's a college football analyst on ESPN. And he is not that anymore. He has decided that he's just too uncomfortable promoting football with all of the health risks right now. And on the eve of the new season, he's just walked away. Yeah, he's he's hung up his uh, his broadcasting uh, headphones, and he's been doing it for a while, making some damn good money. Uh, doing it, and he's saying he's seen enough. He doesn't want to be a, a, a part of uh, this sport anymore, and it just bothered him. And you know, teach his own, of course. And if you feel like you are contributing to what's taking place out there on the field, 
uh, you should remove yourself from the game. There, there's no way football is ever going to be 100% safe. No way. And we, I, I like the fact that we're finding out more information uh, about CTE, about the brain, or helmets that are being developed, developed that can uh, possibly help uh, minimize the, the damage that's done to the brain. you got leagues being proactive as far as changing the rules. Uh, so uh, there, there's ongoing research that will continue to try to help. Uh, but, you know, this is not a tact I would take. I love the game. I'm sure Ed loved it at some point, but he just can't sit there and, and watch it. And, and I don't know why he feels like he is now complicit in the injuries that are taking place on the field. You know that going in, uh, you're aware that what can happen, and even more so now as far as the brain injuries. Uh, that wasn't something that was shared with with my generation and, and, and those uh, after me, and now it is. You, you have a full understanding of from head to toe what could occur, from breaking ankles and turning knee ligaments to now damaging your brain. So uh, if he feel he had a, a heartfelt uh, decision to make and, and he, he can't go along with it anymore, uh, so be it. Uh, and, and, you know, he, there are some things he does outline as how we can move forward and, and try to protect our, our youth. I agree with him that you shouldn't start tackling till you get to high school. Uh, I, I'm 100% on board with that. Uh, you know, definitely you shouldn't do it at, at, at the Pop Warner age in which we, we started tackling. At 10 years old, we had helmets on. Helmets were bigger than we were. Hmm. Uh, so I think that's way too early to, to be in pads. Uh, so wait till you at least ninth grade uh, to, to throw the pads on. And so... Uh, you know, you know. Good luck, Ed, down down the the, the road. But uh, I don't see uh, how you know me broadcasting a game, a game that I continue to love, is being complicit with uh, the violence that take place takes place on the field. One of my favorite people in the business right now. Uh, I want to be him when I grow up. Nate Brulson sat down with Brian and Greg yesterday at the CBS NFL. Kickoff coverage spectacular. <laughs> That's a long title. I don't know what it's called, but they talked to Nate <laughs> NFL there football seminar, and man. And it's to next on CBS Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.